Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Well, there is one team in the NBA playoffs that is suddenly known for playing with their food. And if they're not careful, that is exactly how their season is going to come to an end. Welcome. Canty and Carlin are on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Shea Cornette this afternoon. Boston had a nine-point lead at the half. My wife made me turn off the basketball and turn on the Vanderpump rules last night. I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoyed all the drama, but I was following the hoops on my phone when Miami scored 46 third-quarter points Without Boston calling a single timeout, they outscore them 46-25 in the third, and they go on to beat Boston in game one by a final score of 123-116. to And while the Celtics could get away with this against inferior competition and dysfunctional teams like the Sixers and the Hawks, eventually when they run into an op- opponent that's really on their level and that they're not just decidedly better than, This is how their season is going to end. It's going to end with their top player not taking a shot in the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum scored 30, grabbed seven boards. His box score looks good. But if you're really a Kobe Bryant-level alpha, which is what Jason Tatum aspires to be, you got to demand the ball and you got to shoot in the fourth quarter when an Eastern Conference Finals game is on the line. And then there's the issue with their coach. Now, Their coach last year was excellent. Obviously, Ime Udoka had an an offseason to forget, and the Celtics had to unceremoniously fire him at a bad time, but they gave Joe Mazzulla a big contract extension, and last night was not a good look for Joe Mazzulla. It was not a good look for him during the game when his team blew a nine-point lead at halftime and had a great opportunity to put themselves in position. Um to be able to take this game and be able to take control of this series. And instead, you know, ultimately they just whittle away another game that they probably should have won. They're 10 and 10 in their last 20 home games in the playoffs. And they keep losing games that leave you feeling like, well, you know what? The Celtics should have won tonight. So that's one problem with Joe Missoula. And then I think accountability is another problem with the head coach of the Celtics. He had this kind of awkward exchange with the media after the game. Take a listen. Joe Mazzula adamant that his team was prepared for Miami when they got outplayed after halftime. Take a listen. You said they played harder than you in the third quarter. That's what they do. They play harder than their opponent. How are you guys unprepared for that? And we, we were prepared. We played harder than them in the first half, and then they outplayed us for one quarter. So we were prepared for it. We had the right mindset heading into the game. But that, that, no, 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 we had the right mindset heading into the game. We played harder than they did, and we were prepared, and we did a great job. The third quarter made all the difference, right? It did, but we were prepared, and then we let go of the rope. And so there's two storylines here. It's one, we were ready to play, and we had a great job executing on both ends of the floor in the first half, and it's about the consistency of they're going to continue to play. And so we have to be prepared um, for when we do outplay them that they're going to respond and we have to respond. And so we were prepared. 
We just let go of the rope. Yeah, why did you let go of the rope? I don't know. It's a great question. Uh, oof. I think accountability has been an issue and is an issue again with Joe Mazzula, Shea. And I got to tell you, if I was a player in that locker room, I wouldn't be very happy with the way my head coach kind of threw me under the bus there. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. And, and we've seen this kind of defensiveness, right, from Joe Mazzula throughout the entirety of the postseason. And a little bit, I think, of, of it is, first of all, Boston is a very difficult place to coach, play, be young, learn as you go, all of the things. And then, two, he, he has this, like, chip on his shoulder where he doesn't want to admit fault. Like, it's okay to say, I probably should have called a timeout there maybe to, to slow things down, let my guys reset, whatever it is. It, it's like he's afraid to admit mistakes, I feel like, to this Boston media and to the fan base for whatever reason. Is that because he's trying to prove to it? I, I don't know exactly what the reasoning is behind that. Hmm. But I will say this. No one's doubting that. I mean, you have superstars on your team. You have all-star athletes. Like, we understand the talent you're working with here. But what we're questioning is not that they weren't ready to play. Was the game plan ready? Were you able to adjust the way you're supposed to on the fly? There are some coaches, and Aaron, I feel like you and I have talked about this on this radio show. There yeah. are some coaches that are good at in-game adjustments, and there are some good there are coaches that are good at game-to-game adjustments. Yes. It seems to be like Joe Mazzula is one of those guys that's more of a game-to-game adjustment kind of at dude. At this point be- in his career. But th- like, right. And but, that but, can change. But look, he's Going up against the best, okay? And if Without Miami, a doubt. Miami has an advantage in this series, it's on the bench. And I don't know how much coaching really matters in the NBA. You know, sometimes I watch Steph go on runs where he hits five straight threes, and I think to myself, I could be the coach of the Warriors. Hey, Steph, go make a basket. And was that even a drawn-up game plan, or was that just him, like, chewing on his mouth guard, right. finding a sweet spot and shooting? Like, half of that just off right. the cuff. I could Anyways, win coach Steph. of the year with Nikola Jokic. Hey, ma- right. hey, big man, go get some buckets get- and grab some boards. There yeah. you go. I just coached exactly. him up. But exactly. there are there are little things that the uh, casual fan might not always see. Joe Missoula and timeouts, Shay, it's been a bad mix in the playoffs. There was game five against the Sixers, and then there was last night. And I agree with what Chris Carlin said as we opened the show here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Shay Cornette filling in for the guys today. What you heard Chris say when the guys were filling in for Greeny earlier today is a thousand percent right. You've got to understand momentum of sports and know that your team just needs a break to reset psychologically. To not call a timeout during an avalanche is a cardinal sin as an NBA head coach. So, look, to me, not a surprise that um, Missoula made another mistake, but a surprise that Boston blew that lead and that all of a sudden here we are with them down in a series now, not for the first time in this playoffs, mind you, but now Boston is facing a game, obviously, they can't fall down to nothing at home. And the response to this from, you know, the odds makers at Caesars Sportsbook and the response to this from the fans, we'll zigzag here that Miami will probably take game one and that Boston should be in good shape to take game two tomorrow night. But I'll tell you what, if they don't, I wonder how this would end for Joe Missoula if they end up losing this series. Because let's be honest, I know Miami's a great story. I understand heat culture. Okay, Boston going to the finals last year, beating last year's Miami team when Miami was the number one seed. If you beat them when they were the one seed, you've got to beat them without Tyler Hero and when they're the eight seed. And now they're facing a little bit of an uphill battle. Then there was the issue with Jason Tatum on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Shea Cornette. Tatum had his whole other set of issues. He didn't attempt a shot 
in the fourth quarter. What was going on there for one of the best players in the NBA? Take a listen. I turned the ball over, uh, threw it to Jimmy. Uh, you know, that was on me. And, uh, you know, on the shot fake, uh, you know, I just got sped up a little bit. So, uh, you know, just got to slow down a little bit uh, in those moments. I think this is a Jalen Brown specific question here because all playoffs there's been, you know, hey, why does Jalen start so in the first quarter and then he doesn't get the ball in the fourth quarter? And I thought last night was just an example of Tatum being way too deferential to everybody else on the floor trying to get everybody else shots when he's got to know, as far as closers go in the NBA, you saw this in Game 6 when he had a horrible first three quarters. Jason Tatum is one of the elite closers, not just in the NBA, but in all of sports. Somebody, namely the coach, had to remind him of who he was yesterday. Hey, are you wearing zero for the Celtics? Does that say Tatum on the back of your jersey? Okay, go take this game over. We need you. We just had a really bad quarter. We need to come back here. We need to be better. We need to play better. And you got to be the catalyst now. Now, all of a sudden, this is on you. He did get to the free throw line. But when you don't have a field goal attempt in the fourth quarter of a close Eastern Conference Finals game, that's a real shake-your-head moment. What's going on so let me, let with me Boston? You, let me ask you, Aaron, what, what are the Celtics? Shannon Penn, by the way, producing with us uh, back at our uh, Bristol headquarters. Yeah, What's up, Shannon? Yeah. What are the Celtics? Because it seems as though, to me, like they have an identity problem. Like you talked about before with Miami, it's clear-cut. Jimmy's uh-huh. the alpha. It's his team. It doesn't seem as that with, 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 uh, with the Celtics. You want Jason Tatum to be that guy? We thought yeah. we were going to get that at the end of the Sixers series. That yep. hasn't happened. What well, are they? Okay, so Joe Missoula wants their identity to be the best offensive team in the league. They want to shoot a ton of threes and get up and down. I think Boston's true identity, if they're at their best, is when they're playing that lineup with Horford and Robert Williams and they're causing teams to go six minutes without scoring a basket. And I think that's the identity that they need to embrace. And that is certainly not giving up a 45-point quarter to the Miami Heat, which is kind of inexcusable. I mean, you look at their regular season rankings. I know they're a different team in the playoffs, but that's not a team that should be putting up 45 against you in a quarter. So I do think there was a loss of focus, but also you got to understand your team's pecking order. And even Jalen Brown's got to know. Jason Tatum is the guy for the Celtics when they're in that desperate situation. They got to go running back home to him based on the amount of money that he makes and based on the fact that he's in the MVP conversation every year and going all the way back to when he was a second year player taking his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. So to me, that's where this comes back to. Uh, It is they've got to be Tatum and they've got to be defense. And I thought last night in the second half, they were kind of neither. And that's when they're at their worst. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. Shea Cornette having major technical issues. Shannon, can you give us an update? What is going on right now at the Cornette household? I believe we have power outage problems power somewhere on the East Coast. Power outages in the, the uh, Cornette neighborhood right now. So it's not just Shea. Yes, they paid their bill. It's the entire neighborhood Are you sure? right now. Because well, the Cornettes sound like a family. You know, Jordan's off doing games, uh-huh. playing football. Shea's hosting Sports Center. Are we sure that? 
that they don't just See, need to log in to PG&E or whatever and pay a little electric? See, that's what happens when you write a post-dated check. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, hey, you know, don't cash this to the fifth of the month. And who knows what happened? So we'll continue to give updates on Shay and her availability. She's going to join us again. We'll just not show in at some Shannon, point. Shannon, I've, I've been there. <laughs> not that I didn't have the money. But I've been there where I forgot to just pay the bill, and I came home and tried to turn the lights on, and there was a little red note in the door, and it's not a good feeling. Wait, okay. hold on. I've Can got I defend do- myself here, please. First of all, Shay is we, back. We paid, you paid our bills. your electric bill. <laughs> we pay our bills on time. I know because I'm in charge of the bills. I have never in my life. I I was trying to call my my electric company to complain because I've never in my life heard of uh, power. It literally has gone out come back, three different times now. I don't. What am I supposed to do with this? Is there it's not bad, bad weather? Is there bad weather? You not guys are in. We, we, we can say you guys are in the central Connecticut region of the world, right? Yes. Is that fair? Yes. Do, do and you feel is, comfortable with me saying that? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It is like a beautiful sixty-five and sunny degree day. I have. No idea what's happening. Is it just your house no. or are the houses around you also losing power? Do you understand how many people I've called in the last 14 minutes since this began? Ha- well, I guess 24, eight minutes now since this began happening. Uh-huh. Neighbors on both sides, across the street, down the street. I'm lucky I know these neighbors. Can I come over if my power keeps going out? So I'm I'm just trying to figure out when this on-off situation. It's like a light switch. Like someone's messing with me. Am I being punked? I don't understand. Yeah. You know who I think it is? I think it's one of those other national radio networks. How oh, you think? SiriusXM. Oh, yeah, we're on SiriusXM. I, I don't Who know. Who could it I, be? I don't want to name any names, <laughs> but I think they heard we were filling in on Canty and Carlin, and they knew whoever they their afternoon threatened. show is, forget about it. They, they got no chance, threatened. and so now they're tampering with our show. Perhaps this is really not a good way, to, an embarrassing way to start the show. I, what I'm grateful for is that both times this has happened, you've been talking. I'm not like mid sentence mouth yeah, open. Yeah, and I got you. Like most they, of the Shannon's like making crazy faces or whatever back there trying to cobble this together. Look, Shannon, I could do if if Shay lost power, I could do all four. I'd be going to the phone. You need me, Aaron. Don't do that. You do need me. I, I'll be okay. I'll be, I'll be calling my wife down here. I we could do the husband and wife show too. You guys don't have the market cornered. <laughs> on that we can live on your corner cornet family hey, we're gonna keep it for now i will Aaron. say uh, i will see, say see when you believe it yeah we, we got we, we gotta we, if we need be we can play the big joker we got a card in our deck right now if we had to when in doubt if shay keeps going out we'll just throw <laughs> open up the phone lines and say jordan or lebron just open up the phone lines and <laughs> there you go all. four there hours we go jordan or lebron the best of all time or will it be Wembenyana? i don't know do we really just throw a wrinkle wait, wait, to this whoa, whole thing? Whoa, whoa whoa i think we got a 445 segment lined up for you Wembenyama has entered the chat because they say if lebron and Wembenyama were in the same draft he would go first Come just on. saying this is what I've heard. Yeah, look, this is I know, what I've heard. I know Woj is telling everybody that he's the most highly touted prospect in the history of prospects. He is. Shay, LeBron's, sports, he's LeBron's high school games were broadcast by Dickie V and Jay Billis. <laughs> Billis, yeah. I've seen. We've all seen lo- the clips. <laughs> they were. Bill Walton was in the building. They had True. to move them out of. The, they first went from a high school gym to a college gym in Akron. And then they had to go play in Columbus because the college gym in Akron at the University of Akron wasn't big enough to house those games. Either. Like, I heard Wembenyama played in front of 6,000 people, and I'm sure Kylian Mbappe of the French national team and whatever soap opera star was there. 
I have never seen Wembenyama play live, so I'm not I'm either. not I, I'm not quite at the point yet where I'm ready to say you know he's entering the the Jordan Lebron convo. But I don't know about Jimmy Butler. He his playoff resume, aside from winning a championship, Shea, he's done just about everything. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We shouldn't be surprised by any of this. But he really, with Jokic, has been neck and neck best player in the playoffs. And and being the eight seed, and, I, and look, this is it's almost like a lazy argument to bring up the fact that this this Heat team was an eight seed. But I'm going to do it anyways because. it's like Jimmy Butler is the player you want on your team at all times because he turns it on when the lights are the brightest. And this dude has found a way. Last night in his post-game interview with Allie, after the game, I I brought this up to Shannon, our producer, before we were on air, before I started losing power and I was frantically running around. With with Allie LaForce. Yeah, with Allie LaForce. Allie, I'm like talking like she's like on the radio with us right now. He seemed almost mad. And I thought to myself, did something happen at the end of the game that I missed? Why is he so angry in this post-game interview? What is going on? And then I thought to myself, maybe something did happen and I missed it. Very, very possible. There was a lot of things happening last night. However, it's also very likely that he's just locked in. He doesn't have time. He wants to focus on the next game. I'm not going to go be celebrating game one of this Eastern Conference final. Who cares? It doesn't mean I won the series. I thought to myself, maybe that's just who this dude is when it comes playoff time. Like, he doesn't need to be jumping around, laughing, shaking after a one-game win. Like, he was almost aggravated that he had to do the interview because he wanted to move on to the next thing and refocus. And to me, that's the kind of player you always want on your team. Jimmy Butler has been far away the most impressive player, the most valuable player, the best player to watch. Name the accolade. He gets it in this postseason you know who I was thinking about watching him in the second half last night or actually I'm sorry going back and watching the highlights because as we talked about my wife was watching Vanderpump Rules and I was too going back and watching how they went in the second half last night I was reminded that Philly decided that they didn't want Jimmy Butler moving forward as part of their team that they went with (laughs) that they went with Tobias Harris instead like of all the things that have gone wrong in the process I mean they probably if they hadn't just done that even if they do screw up the Fultz Tatum thing and the Ben Simmons thing if they just make the right decision on Jimmy Butler they probably have at least one championship right now in Philadelphia all right um, are you going to be calling and complaining to an electric company of some kind right now? Or, or, Let me tell or... you. You can make me mad, and I'm cool. You can make me really annoyed and mad and cause me inconvenience, and I'm not cool. And I'm I'm to that – the inconvenience of the running around with the neighbors. I have like 800 texts now from my neighbors as I've called them all in a complete panic. It's a problem. Well, our next guest brings such a level of electricity. The power could even go out at Shay's house, and the lights would stay on. How's that for a tease? What a tease. It's next. What a tease. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Shay Cornette. Canty and Carlin are on ESPN Radio and the ESPN <laughs> app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or 
your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, one AFC North quarterback is signed and delivered. Another has a historic contract. But what does the only QB in the division that has gone to a Super Bowl deserve? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. Her power is back on, and she is Shea Cornette, and we are getting you ready for Game 2 out in the West. Lakers and Nuggets, you can hear it on ESPN Radio. We'll talk more about it coming up about 10 minutes from now. But first, to the hotline we go, where Damian Woody played many years in the NFL, and he covers the NFL for ESPN. He joins us now. Damian, if you were giving Joe Burrow contract advice, as his deal with the Bengals is not done yet, what specifically would you say to him about what you're looking for and when you think the right time is to get it done? Man, it's always the right time to get paid. <laughs> it's always <laughs> the right time to get paid, man. And listen, as a former player, I'm always going to tell guys, man, go out there and get get your get what you think you're worth, man. You know, that's always been my thing. Anytime you talk about, you know, a lot of fans will talk about, hey, take a team-friendly deal. Yeah, but it don't always like it don't work that way all the time. Where you take a team friendly deal, and then on the back end, the team cuts you. So, you know, go get your work, man. He's earned it. Damian, let's switch gears here. Let's go to the Raiders really quick because, I, well, I for one think that Joe Burrow will get a deal done shortly. So I'm going to switch gears and go to the Raiders because I do think the Raiders might be in a little bit of disarray. Obviously, they have a quarterback change, but Devontae Adams saying some, I guess I'll call scathing things, I feel like, over the last 24, 48 hours, saying he doesn't necessarily agree with the direction, and I'm paraphrasing here, that the Raiders are going offensively. Now, again, you don't have Derek Carr there anymore, but you still do have Devontae Adams. Is that enough for the Raiders to take a little bit more of a leap than they had a year ago? Man, like, you don't want to hear your best player saying stuff like that. Like, if your best player is not bought in, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a big problem when you play, your best player is not bought in into what you are selling. And so when you're hearing that at this time of year, after the second year of playing under that coach, um, if I'm the other guys on the team, I'm kind of disturbed by that. Um, because you always want your best players all in. So 
I think the Raiders and Josh McDaniels and company, they got some selling to do, got some things that need to straighten out before the season come come about. Damien, can I follow up on that really quick? So obviously now you have Jimmy Garoppolo there. And I think we've learned now uh, enough to know that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't this alpha figure. At least we don't see him to be that, right, in the locker room. And now he's going to have to take over that. Do you think it's Devontae Adams or Jimmy Garoppolo who has more say in the offensive direction of this team this year? I mean, the quarterback is always going to get elevated regardless. But the thing with Jimmy Garoppolo is you can't count on him to be healthy. Like, he's never healthy. I mean, think about it. Yes, he he has a familiarity with Josh McDaniel going back to that Patriots day, Patriots days. But at the end of the day, when was the last time that you know Jimmy G played a full slate of games? So I'm going. You know, if I had to pick between the two, I'm picking the best guy on the team, Devontae Adams, who's there every single week, who has shown that he can still be one of the top wide receivers in the league, even without Aaron Rodgers. Damian Woody is our guest, ESPN NFL analyst. Let's stay in the AFC. Damian, you played for him, won two Super Bowls with him. What's the best the Patriots could hypothetically be this year? Oh, man. Uh, I would say wild card at best, and I think that's their ceiling. Uh, I think they're they're limited offensively, particularly at the wide receiver position. Um, You know, they still got offensive line questions. I think their defense is going to be pretty good. They were good last year on defense, but man, when you don't have the offense, when you don't have guys on offense that can really scare you, that you don't have to game plan against, that's a problem. And I, I think that's what that's what I look at with the Patriots, particularly on offense. Yeah, and obviously, let's talk about their division that they're playing in too. Like, how are Oof. you going to keep up with the offense of the Dolphins, of the Bills, and now of the Jets, considering what they're bringing back and adding Aaron Rodgers, when you didn't even help yourself in terms of wide receiver or any skill position players in the draft? Yeah, the AFC East is 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 like the AFC beast. I mean, it is going to be a tough, tough division. And I think, like, when I look at the Patriots, it's going to be an uphill battle for the Patriots. I, it's as great of a coach as Bill Belichick is, and he's arguably the greatest in NFL history. I mean, you look at every other team in the division. The you know the Miami Dolphins, I think, has gotten better. I, they got a question mark at quarterback, and two will stay healthy. Obviously, the Jets upgraded that quarterback with Aaron Rodgers, and the Bills are the Bills. So the Patriots have a lot of work cut out for them uh, to be in that conversation with those other three teams. Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, might kind of feel kind of weird that I'm asking this question, but I, I think it's an important one. You know, I, the, normally the courtside seats, Damian, at the NBA playoffs, especially at this point in the conference finals, are reserved for the stars. If you played on the Broncos, would you have an issue with Russell Wilson being the focal point courtside coming off the season that he just had? Well, I mean, listen, I, I don't have a problem with it. You know, everyone should be able to enjoy, you know, in, enjoy the, the, the good things in life. And obviously, Russell Wilson, for most of his career, has been a, been a, a, one of the elite quarterbacks that we have in this league. Now, I think he has some redeeming to do. Hopefully, Sean Payton, you know, will come in there and uh, change that culture up and, and extract the most out of Russell Wilson going forward. But, but I don't have a problem with Russell Wilson sitting courtside. Who else are you going to put there? 
I mean, who else is going to represent your city and the superstar? I, 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 I just super- worry. So, Damien, I grew up in Denver, and I got to be honest, you know, all Russell Wilson has done for my team is have his own office, four parking spaces, and, and lose. <laughs> so so, so I, I don't care what he did in Seattle. And if they put him up on the Jumbotron, I'm as liable to boo him as I am to cheer him. I think he's weird vibes for game two tonight. You want to put John Elway there? Yes. You want to put Peyton Manning there? Yes. You want to put Alex English or Dan Issel there? Yes. Those guys have earned it in Denver. The other thing that bothers me, can you clarify this? Do the do the stars, do they pay for their courtside seats, Damian? No. Oh, no, come no, on. Don't, no, don't pay for courtside seats. No. But listen, Russell understands like what's at stake. Like he knows like what everybody's thinking, how everybody feels about you know, how everything went last year, because quite honestly, he stunk. He stunk up the joint last year. And so he's got a lot to he got a, he's got a lot to repair as far as his legacy moving forward is concerned. Again, I hope that Sean Payton can get it out of him, but man, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Russell Russell didn't look he looked unathletic last year. He he looked old. Yeah, well, I, I put Patrick Sertan courtside, and I've had I'd have Russ sitting up in the third deck, and I put Nathan McKinnon out there. Go to the Avalanche. Let's move. Yeah, there sports. you go. That team has won a championship. Exactly. Recently, so the last count. You gotta. I, I, I'm ago. sorry. You gotta earn your way courtside. You know, I like two, you. 2003. If Damian Woody wanted to go to a Celtics game, I mean, you're you are courtside with Tom, right? I mean, you are you are the creme de la creme seats. I would agree with that, and I was and I was there, so I would agree with that. <laughs> That's how he told us that they don't pay for their seats. That he Damian, knows from personal experience, go ahead. Exactly, Shay. Damian. Thanks for the time, buddy. We appreciate. it. Always good catching up with you. Thank you, Damian. All right, Shay. Hopefully that power will stay on. Shay. Good luck to you. Dude, it has been a struggle, okay? You're lucky I'm with it. See, it must, it, you're good vibes, Damian. I'm with you the whole time. It didn't even go out. That's what it is. See, look I just at needed that. better look vibes. Damien, it's, you're, it. so, you're so electric as a guest that you powered Shay's Comrex just with your takes. <laughs> That's true. That sounds well, listen, horrific. the more you can do, right? Yeah, exactly. The more you can do. And for those that don't know, the Comrex is the machine that makes the yes. radio go. Thank, you, mean, for, you, thank said, you for the contact. Yeah, we got to yes. tell people how the sausage is made a little here. I don't <laughs> that, think they uh, – right. Comrex doesn't roll off the businessman tongue like the way it does with us. Thank you, know you Damien. I mean? We'll talk soon. Appreciate you, bud. Bye, That's buddy. Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Up next, we want you to weigh in on a time where just like Shay today, whose power went out in the middle of the show, you left me stranded on Radio Island. Good luck. <laughs> when is the time out there listening that technology has failed you the most? In fact, there were some unhappy people. With YouTube TV last night, triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. I don't know if you saw the story; they had a major technical issue, and if you were trying to watch that uh, game one of the East Finals last night, a lot of people didn't see the fourth quarter because YouTube TV had a major nationwide they were the outage. Little Mermaid ad. Yeah, okay, that, we'll talk about it more after the break. Yeah, that's right. Triple eight <laughs> say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Of course, we love when they promote our Disney product. Here with Canty and Carlin, I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Shay Cornett on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Carlin, the podcast. Triple Eight State ESPN, the number if you want to jump in with us. We're presented by Progressive Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She is Shay Cornette. We have an issue behind the scenes here at ESPN Radio that I feel like Shay needs to be addressed, yeah. but it hasn't been, which okay. is that our phone number for the nationally syndicated ESPN Radio. And the phone numbers for the New York and Los Angeles ESPN radio affiliates are very similar. So that when Shannon, our producer, is answering phone callers, like we were talking about your electrical problems earlier in a moment where technology failed you, we'll get to your calls in just a minute. He's screening through these calls of people that are calling for contests in Los Angeles and to get their Yankee takes off. And you'd think we could come up with different phone numbers that aren't so similar that the wrong callers are calling the wrong stations. It's very complicated and confusing. And Shannon, if I was in your position, I would not be very happy with the situation. And this is when we need technology. Like when we're talking about technology failing us, this is when we maybe need to utilize it. Like there's got to be some way around this problem. I, I mean, also, you know, come on. Like a lot of these, you know, working the phones and the, the toll-free numbers. Like how about the affiliates in those markets? They go with, you know, New York, it's 212, blah, blah. In Los Angeles, it's three, what is there? 301, blah, 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 blah. Like go with, go with the area code of the actual place. Also, yeah. also, fellow Knicks fans, the Knicks lost almost a week ago. Now you can stop calling, complaining about Julius Randle. It's, no, it's, but now they're terrible. on. The, now they're on to the Mets and Yankees. Like the Rangers lost and the Knicks lost, and it was like, let's figure this thing out. Like Volpe, where are you at? Like it, it took all of thirty seconds for them to get angry about their baseball teams. Okay, so that's I, what I happened. Know, I know it was in dramatic fashion last night, but I think the Mets had a little bit of a turning point, and that they're going to start turning this thing around. But if they don't. And they spend all that money for that team, and they're under five hundred. Yeah, they spend the most money in baseball this year. Triple Eight say ESPN is the number. Oh, Mets beat the Rays today. They played this afternoon, and so they oh. got another win against Tampa. They have turned it around. See, 
Validated. They just needed one really good team to show them what they really got inside the tank. Um, okay, let's go back to my problems, okay? Yes. Enough about the Mets. Yes. So, beginning of the show, my power goes out. It's in and out. Starting 14 minutes before we had started, because I know, because I looked at the clock, I said I have 14 minutes. My first power outage happened. Then it yep. happened at 57, right before we came on, and then uh, a few minutes Ten in. minutes into the first segment. Like, yeah. ten minutes into the show, Shay just disappeared. Yeah, and, and it's a problem. And I will say, I don't know if this is a Connecticut thing. I think it kind of is. Live, I used to live in Chicago. My power went out zero times, I remember, as an adult living in uh-huh. Chicago. Zero. Uh-huh. My power has gone out more times living in Connecticut than I ever remember as a child. I don't uh-huh. know what it is. I don't know what the pro- The wind blows and the power goes out. What is that? So when you call to complain places... Do they ever rec- are do they ever go are you the Shea Cornette that I no. watch on sport does that ever happen No and, and no <laughs> And if they did say that I'd be like nope wrong person <laughs> No I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that but I'm saying no no that does not happen See because I think you might get like some if there's the right sports fan at the power company you might get the special like oh we'll send somebody right over to your house now you're hosting Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio that's my favorite show you know my like, name is Shay Cornette, not Stephen A. Smith. Okay, that's not how, that is not what they would do. Okay, Aaron, that's not how it would happen. Triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Moments that technology failed you. Evan is in Ohio. Is on ESPN Radio. What's up, Evan? Dude, I was just watching that game last night on the edge of my seat, trying to see if the the Celtics could pull it out. And dude, Jimmy entered a whole new world in that third quarter, man. I, went to, I, I was watching it halftime, and they were down by, like, eight. That Turn it back amazing. on. They're up by – they score 46 points in the third quarter. And all of a sudden, I just keep watching Little Mermaid. I'm like, what is going on? Over and so. over and over. Evan, thank you for the call. Shay, you explained this. YouTube TV's problem last night is that they kept showing the commercial promoting the new Little Mermaid movie. Yes. And there was a te- – instead of the game, you couldn't get the basketball game – you were just watching, uh, you know, part of your world over That's and it. over again. I have, I don't have YouTube TV, so I don't know if it ever came back. But I saw a few people I'm friends with did, and they were heated. I mean, because we're not talking about a blowout here in the fourth quarter. There were obvious, there was obviously drama in the third with the facts that the Celtics didn't call a timeout, and then the Heat went on a run. Were they going to come back? We we were all watching on the edge of our seat, and then clearly it was an absolute disaster for any YouTube YouTube TV fans. Although I'm sure they will watch that Little Mermaid now. They're very invested. I'm certain. Like, is that a good thing for our Little Mermaid project here at the Disney Walt Disney Company, or is it a bad thing for the Little Mermaid uh, project? I, I, I don't know. I feel like we're pushing extra... two things, sports and the game, and the Little Mermaid, the playoffs, not a good time. There's a little extra promotion, and I got to say, I'm taking my daughter to see that Little Mermaid. I, I, I had never seen it, and now I've seen it 500 times. I can practically recite all of the songs and the movie and the whole thing. So, In I have theaters, a May 26th, by yeah, the way. I'm, I'm going to be stuck going to that one, May 26th. I'd hate to be part of your world. I'll tell There you go. Folks, up next, do the Lakers need another 40-point game from Anthony Davis to win tonight? We preview yes. game two in the West. The Canty yes. and Carlin's on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.